0: I feel so good when my weirdos call me and write me messages via email. I'm publishing this call in from uh, Maria from Florida. Uh, that She called in with that a, a while ago, but I, it was so weird. I held on to it. And Maria, Maria, you are really just cementing the fact that Florida people are weird. <laughs> you're all weird because even you're a little bit weird, right? <laughs> Unbelievable. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, cannibals in Florida won't be going there anytime soon. Also, got an email from uh, Sarah from Massachusetts. Uh, she says, "Hi, my name is obviously Sarah. I don't know how I'm supposed to know that, but I, well, I guess because her email is begins with Sarah." Uh, I'm from Massachusetts. I'm also from Massachusetts. Oh, a fellow Masshole. I love your show. Well, actually, me and my best friend, Nicole, love your show. We drive every day and listen to your show. My grandfather passed on April 20th, and you even made me laugh around that time. My grandmother heard me and said, it's nice to hear you laugh. I thank you for that. It meant so much to me and her. And by the way, my dad drove two wicked shit towns away to drink Golden Anniversary. Look that shit up. you. And he drank NPR before. He moved to New Mexico with his online whore bride. Have a great life and a day. Sincerely, Sarah. A little confused in there. Is it he drank PBR, not NPR? PBR, I think is what you mean, right? And did you call his bride a whore? That's hilarious. Oh, I love it. I love when someone's like, and that whore. Sincerely, Sarah. <laughs> You're a weirdo, too. I love it. And I love you, Sarah. Thank you for this email. It made me feel good. I'm glad I can make you laugh during a tough time like your uh, relative passing away. I mean, this is what we're doing out here today today, and every day with Weird AF News. Did I just say today? I'm losing my mind. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to get laughs out there, man. I want you to forget your problems and us. Uh, and let's spread the love amongst each others. All right. Call in. Six four six four five zero twenty twelve, or email funnyjones at gmail dot com. You can also tweet me at funnyjones or Instagram. You can DM me on the Instagram at funnyjones. Follow me on that shit because it's um I do some I put some funny stuff out there. Hello, Jonesy. It's Maria in Miami, Florida. I'm sure you heard about this. Weird story that happened in Miami years ago. We had a cannibal. That's right, a cannibal. He must have been high on something, but he ate the face off a homeless guy, and the victim survived, and he had a face transplant, and because of the attack, He lost his eyes. He's blind. Um, So, yeah, we had a cannibal down here. It's crazy in Miami. And this is your weird fan. Bye-bye. Tbilisi court bans condoms for depicting religious symbols. I've never seen religious symbols on condoms before. Man, I think that's pretty cool. If I, if I had some condoms with religious symbols on them, I probably would use them. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I use condoms sometimes. You should always use them, though, if, you're, if you care. <laughs> I got a vasectomy, man. I don't have to use condoms all the time. You know what I'm saying? You know. I mean, I still should, but you know, hey, look it. We all make mistakes. Tbilisi City Court has fined a condom-producing company called ISA with gel 500 and banned four of its condoms from the market for unethical advertising the company was also tasked to withdraw the advertisement and the distributed items as they had quote violated morality and the dignity of society Okay, let's be real now. These things are being put on a penis and then inserted into a hole. So, like, you know, you're talking about violating morality and the dignity. At the end of the day, these are going in a hole. (laughs) So, I think you need to lower your standards on uh, dignity when it comes to condom production. (laughs) That's just my opinion. Tbilisi, city court judge. By the way, I'm just really proud. Can we just all give Jonesy a round of applause for pronouncing Tbilisi? correctly, and I'm not going to lie, I definitely looked it up, how do you pronounce this, because it's spelled really weird, T-B-I-L-I-S-I, no idea, I think it's in the, com- the country called Georgia, uh, so Tbilisi city court judge found that the following imag- imagery on the condom packaging was unethical and offended the religious feelings of a particular group as well as their national dignity, here are some of the images, number one, Queen Tamar, a medieval ruler of Georgia who has been sanctified by the Georgian Orthodox Church with an inscription, Gate of Thrones in Tamar. So one of them has a queen on it. I think that's pretty cool to put a queen on a condom, you know? We should put the current queen of England on a condom. Then I'd be, I'd I'd use that all the time. I'd be like, yeah, let my queen in. Yeah, let the queen in. (laughs) Bow to the queen. Kiss the queen's finger. Isn't that what they do? Kiss her ring or something. Number two. A left palm with a condom on two of the fingers. Well, that's pretty weird. The court considered this as representing the blessing right hand by which the clergymen of the Orthodox Church depicts the cross. Okay. Number three, a photo of a panda with the text would have a wank, (laughs) but it's epiphany. What does this mean? As the company itself explains, these are lyrics from a Georgian band's song. Yeah. Well, so so what? What does that have to do with religion? It's the the lyrics of a song. So what? It's a picture of a panda. What's so religious about that? I don't see, I don't see that that being, that being offensive at all. That sounds like a cute little condom image, in my opinion. I'm just glad that someone's putting images on condoms. They're so boring. There's a space there where you could use some artwork, you know, put a snake on there. Do something. Do like a zebra stripes. I'm okay with that. Number four, packaging that refers the 12th century battle of didgeri between King David the Builder and Seljuk Turk forces, which in Georgia is regarded as a historic turning point and respected both by the state and the church. Okay, so the last one is the depiction of a battle. (laughs) I love that. I want a depiction of a battle right on my penis, my erect penis. That would be amazing. (laughs) Like Here come the soldiers. (laughs) They're up in arms. Get it? Up in arms? Oh, man, the puns. I'm so punny. Well, anyways, the owner of the company, Asa, which made these condoms, believes that the court verdict contradicts freedom of expression and endangers the democratic state and society. They say they will appeal the court verdict. And uh, to try and keep these images on their condoms, they say this is censorship. Censorship and restriction of freedom of expression. Wow, that's really cool. I'm glad they said that. They said they refuse to remove the production, uh, the products from the from the shelves until the case is considered by all the courts. So that's cool, man. I, I stick it out, guys. I hope they, I hope you get some lawyers and and I hope you win this case because I think it's um absolutely fine what you're doing, putting images on condoms. Some of religious. Or that like they might be religious. Others are just straight up cool. A battlefield? What the hell? Who cares? A panda? That's awesome. Put that on a condom. Man, I think that's great. What do you guys think? Is it offensive? If you saw the Virgin Mary on a condom, would you be like, I am not having intercourse with you? This is oh, sacrilegious, that virgin on your penis. <laughs> a study says that humans might soon be able to shoot lasers from their eyes. Now this is a study I can get behind. I've been covering all these stupid studies like... Uh, scientists want to know if uh, people blink their left eye when they eat chicken McNuggets instead of their right. I mean, it's like a waste of time and resources. Now, building a laser that you can shoot out of your eye, that's worthwhile, I think, because I want to be a superhero, you know what I mean? I want to I want to blast my enemies with lasers. <laughs> or just use it for a PowerPoint presentation, who cares? I want lasers out of my eyes, is what I'm saying, guys. I think that's that's a worthwhile place for science to be spending their efforts. Let's get into the article about lasers coming out of the eyes, right? This is weird. We might not be able to leap tall buildings in a single bound like Superman. Who says? I can do that shit. But there's one trait we could soon share with the man of steel, shooting lasers from our eyes. A study from researchers at the University of St. Andrews in Scotland claimed that these ocular lasers are possible using an ultra-thin membrane laser with organic semiconductors. Organic, guys. Isn't that cool? Listen, if I'm putting um, semiconductors inside my eye, they better be organic. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Researchers were able to test the laser using a cow's eye. Whoa, what? They used a cow's eye? Was the cow alive when this happened? Oh my God, that's amazing. A cow that shot lasers out of its eyes was around at some point in time within the past probably few months. I can't imagine coming across a cow that shoots lasers out of its eyes. That would be so cool. Before you get too excited, no, you won't be able to cut through steel or other objects like Superman did. But the lasers will have more practical uses. Well, I don't see what's not practical about cutting through steel. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say I'm in a car accident and I can't open my door. Well, let's say, like, you know, the situations where sometimes you drive off a bridge and your car's sinking into the ocean and you can't open your door because of the water pressure. So you're just stuck in the car. Well, in that instance, this is a practical solution. You just blast your lasers through the window or through the door and then you you escape and you save yourself. This is a very practical use, shooting steel cutting lasers out of your eyes. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Or let's say you're riding the train. And uh, you know, like, when I rode the train all the time in New York City, like, you know, sometimes you'll be on that train and a guy will, will a guy will just show everyone his penis. He'll just decide, hey, this is the day that my penis needs to get some air in public and I'm just going to show everybody on the six train my penis. Well, in that instance, you could blast his penis with your laser. I just shoot it right off. That would teach him, you know, hey, no more showing your penis on the six train, buddy. That's a very practical use for your laser eyes as well, I think. I think that's fantastic. Not to mention all the, I mean, all the cool videos I could make with blasting lasers. Or I could, like, if I'm telling jokes on stage as a stand-up comedian, which I do all the time, like, if there's a heckler, I could just, bam, and just blast the heckler with my laser eyes and be like, shut the F up, bam, and then be like, anybody else want to yell out some stupid shit in the middle of my jokes? No, I didn't think so. I blast you. Oh, man, I'm out of breath. They say our work with the lasers represents a new milestone in laser development, and in particular, it points the way to how lasers can be used in inherently soft and ductile environments, be it in wearable sensors or as as an authentication feature on banknotes. Okay, this is what the, the professor said. Like, In other words... Not shooting lasers to break through steel, but instead, like, if you're a banker, you can, like, have a very tiny laser in your eye, and you can look at a $100 bill that someone gives you and scan it to see if it's authentic or not. Stuff like that. And maybe maybe if you work in a cash register, you can beep the items with your laser eyes. or I, I mean, I don't know. Stuff like that. Um, really, really simple things. Not... Like I was thinking. Kind of boring, actually. I really want to blast things with my laser eyes. But whatever, I'll take, you know, this is just a stepping stone. you got to crawl before you can walk when it comes to lasers in your eyes. Right, guys? Yeah, you agree. A Colorado family says that their dog was taken and then returned high. Yeah, the dog was high when it was returned. How did this happen? Of course it happened in Colorado where everybody and everything is high. Lori Thompson of Colorado Springs was watching her daughter's dog, but after leaving the dog outside for a little bit, the dog was gone, kidnapped, taken. Yeah, like a Liam Neeson movie. She told CBS that she got on Facebook and she posted everywhere, um, including the Humane Society, Craigslist, and even made posters and put them all around the neighborhood announcing that the dog had been taken. The dog was later returned to the family's front porch early the next morning. And the Thompsons were relieved, but their relief was short lived when the dog started having seizures. His eyes were also rolled in the back of his head, and his eyes were wide open as he had this seizure, says the dog's owner. Following an emergency trip to a veterinarian's office, they were told the dog had been given a marijuana edible and was experiencing a THC overdose. Some non-active THC uses can be helpful to a dog's health in small doses, veterinarians said. But active THC is a different story. Usually they suffer from ataxia, which is uncontrolled movement. They are wobbly. The pupils are dilated. Some animals get really excitable. Some fall into a coma. Some will have seizures. There's usually vomiting involved. It could be a very pleasant or unpleasant experience for animals. They all react differently. So apparently dogs don't act very well at all, Um, which I had no idea. Not that I've gotten a dog high before. Um, I tried to get a cat high. That's a story I'll save for another time. Uh, But what a strange thing to do, to take someone's dog and then give the the dog an edible and then return it. I mean, is this some kind of practical joke? First of all, what a waste of money. Waste of your edibles. Those aren't cheap, those edibles. Not at all. Not cheap. You're just going to waste it on this dog situation? Not to mention you could have killed the dog, all right? Obviously, this is this could have been way more fatal than it was. Hopefully, the dog is okay. This is not a funny prank at all, in my opinion. Um, and a waste of edibles. What, what's going on out there, guys? Come on. What is going on? <clears throat> um, funny thing, though, uh, and I'm going to refer to my friend Adam Hunter's joke. Adam is a very good comedian who actually has a comedy album that's out right now, and you should look it up and get it because he's really funny. His name is Adam Hunter. Really great comedian uh, who's extended a helping hand to me in my career out here so I can't I can't pump him up enough he's awesome he does a joke about how he got his he got his dog high (laughs) and now the dog is and then I think the punchline is something like and now the dog's trying to tell me that 9-11 was an inside job (laughs) something like that oh well this is no laughing matter this other dog so listen um Uh, you know, be careful with the weed around the pups. I know it's starting, weed is becoming legal everywhere and it's, there's edibles involved. And if you have edibles in the house, you know, your dog could get into your stash and eat some of these edibles and that could be fatal. So be very, very careful with the edibles, not to mention children shouldn't be able to reach them either. So just in general, as a rule, if you're going to have some edibles around the house, keep them out of reach of your pets and of your children uh, so that you know, there's no more um, situations like this. And how, how about that? How about that, Jonesy? You know, giving you some helpful advice for once on the podcast. For one time, I'm I'm speaking like a rational human being. <laughs> hey, I'm just here to help, guys. I'm here to help. Also, listen. Here's the other thing. If you got edibles uh, that you that you think you can't find a good spot for to keep them away from your pets or your kids, you can just mail them to Jonesy. That's no problem. Jonesy in Los Angeles. Just mail them to me out here in Los Angeles, and I'll I'll. Uh, I'll hold on to them for you. <laughs>